focus as we continue to, in this Advent season preparing for Christ's coming in glory, coming on the last day. We also, of course, are preparing for Christmas, the celebration of the anniversary of his first coming. We're reminded that in these readings today that, that we're going towards some place. This, lo- this place that we're longing for, which we hear about in our first reading, where the wolf will be the guest of the lamb, the leopard shall lie with the kid, the young lion and the calf shall browse together, the cow and the bear shall be neighbors. Meaning that these, all these creatures which now are at enmity with one another, that fight amongst themselves and some devour the others, is going to be a point in time, heaven, when, when everything gets along, specifically people, that people get along. We long for that day, the coming of Christ in glory, where there's no more, no more sin in the world, where there's no more death as we know it today. Last Sunday, after I'd finished Mass here, I jumped into my car to head off to Twin Buttes, and I looked at my, my phone before I started, and I saw a number of text messages. One of them was from Father Jeffrey Swack. He's in Hebron in Glen Allen. Remember last week I talked about that you don't know when you're going to die, so stay awake, be prepared for that day when you're going to die. Two were in the field, one was taken, one was left. Two were uh, working at the mill, one was taken, one was left. We don't know when we're going to pass from this world. I look at the text from Father Jeffrey Swack, and he says, I just received some really sad news. Bishop Paul Serba died of a heart attack this morning. I don't know if you recall, Bishop Paul Serber was one of the the people that I interviewed on Catholic Radio in November. I met him out in Helena at Father Vetter's Episcopal ordination. I was able to meet him, a very good bishop, 59 years old. Woke up last Sunday morning, going to Mass, died of a heart attack. No one knows the day nor the hour. Last week I said, be prepared. And I asked, are you prepared to die? If you die tonight, this week, next month, whenever it's going to be, are you prepared to die? And I make that plea again today because this is, that's, it's really what Advent is about. Advent is there to, to prepare us and to remind us of what we're supposed to always be aware of, and that is to, to be prepared to die, to meet Christ That if I'm in the habit today of not choosing Jesus in little ways, how do I expect I'm going to be in the habit of choosing him when I die? In our in our gospel reading today, this is this is uh, Jesus' first coming. He hadn't even begun his ministry yet, or he was just beginning his public ministry. And John the Baptist is there at the Jordan River, and all these people are coming down to be baptized. And they're repenting of their sins. They're recognizing that they've done things wrong. And a number of Sadducees are coming. Pharisees are coming down. And and some, as as you're very aware from Jesus, the Pharisees they were very self righteous. They thought because they're children of Abraham, because the you know they have Abraham as their father, because they're supposedly Jews, that they're going to enter heaven. John the Baptist says this to them: "You brood of vipers." Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. 
applying that to our own lives, sometimes we can assume, well, I'm a Christian, you know, I've, I've been baptized, therefore I'm going to go to heaven. Being baptized does not mean that we're going to go to heaven, because there's a lot that follows baptism, specifically the actions, you know, that's what John the Baptist is saying here. You know, do not presume to say to yourselves, we have, we have Abraham as our father. Produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance. How we live our lives now, the choices that you and I make, the choices, the things that we choose that we're going to do or not do, make a difference. If I'm throughout the week choosing things that are not of Jesus, that means there's a good chance when I die, I'm also going to choose something other than Jesus. And that's hell. That's hell. John the Baptist reminds us, and this whole Advent season reminds us to prepare for that day, to begin now to choose Jesus, so that when we die, we may be in such a good habit of choosing Jesus, saying our prayers, having a relationship with Him, dialoguing with Him, having companionship with Him. And it makes a big difference. Death becomes a moment of happiness, not a moment of sorrow. But you and I oftentimes have such a complacent heart that we just think, I won the lottery. I got it. I've been baptized. I'm good to go. Think of the lottery. So imagine you, you bought your lottery ticket. You have it. You're looking at the numbers as they you know, come across, and you see that you've won the lottery. You've won $1.4 million. You're excited. You won the lottery. But remember, you only have the ticket. You don't have that money in your hands. It's not in your bank account. You have to redeem the ticket. You have to go and get the money. You've got to do an action to receive it. And it's the same thing with baptism. That if we, if we just think, you know, I've been baptized, I'm good to go, and we don't do anything about it, there's a good chance we're never going to show up in heaven. But if we do something about it, it all changes. Another story, yesterday, yesterday afternoon I received a call. I happened to be in Wilson. I was up there for their big Magnificat event. And right before I was leaving Wilson, I received a call from, from a nurse in Hazen at the hospital. And she said that one of the holiday parishioners was there in the hospital. He's been... He's had cancer for some time. He's on hospice. But he, he was admitted because of just terrible complications. So I drove then from there all the way to Hazen. Went on in. It was a better better day that he was having at the time. But he he talked to me and he was talking to me about you know the faith and getting ready to die and so forth. And in, in visiting with him, this image came before me. It's actually mentioned, it's alluded to in our closing prayer today, or the final blessing. This image of a race, that we're all running towards heaven, or we're supposed to be running towards heaven, running to meet Christ. And in this image that I had, there this man was way, way ahead of us. Way ahead of us, close to the finish line. And that brought joy to me. And that joy, I realize, is not something of this world because death, death 
when we don't understand heaven is something that we all want to avoid because, because we don't know what's there. But when we recognize that at the end of that finish line is heaven, and when someone's close to that finish line, they're, they're fully prepared, as this man, I believe, is. It fills us with joy. But if you and I are so consumed about stuff, we're, our anxieties are so consumed about what's going on here, we just forget about heaven. Even when we hear someone talking about heaven, we just kind of gloss over it and we... We don't even enter into the conversation. So I, I want to encourage you this, this week at this Mass to pray for that grace, the grace of heaven. It's a joyful place. It can begin now. That companionship with Jesus can begin now. It can begin today at this Mass. He is going to come to us in the great sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. We can open our hearts, we can acknowledge what's going on within our hearts, we can relate it to Jesus, tell him about it, receive from him what he has for us, and of course, respond to that. Let's pray for the grace today to enter heaven.